can be louder than a snowmobile? I think so. Oh, okay. I can be pretty loud. It's just running around <laughs> causing avalanches. Just running around. I'm a menace. <laughs> oh, God. So you would just know you were dying and you can't do anything? You'd just be frozen? Yeah. It's like a <gasps> calm down. <laughs> yeah. That's horrifying. Exactly. That's basically the fact. <laughs> so don't panic. I think all survival facts are don't panic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easier said than done. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are finishing off our winter theme with a very chilly episode. Our quiz master this week is Tanner. Hello. And he's going to be presenting us with four facts on survival, cold edition. But remember, one of his facts is a lie and will get you killed. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in figuring out which one it is. Let's start off with our low-hanging fruit. Should you eat snow in order to rehydrate? Okay, I'm pretty sure it's no, because, yeah, it's water. It'll melt in your mouth, but it'll cool you so much that it'll mess you up. That's exactly right. The worry is you're dehydrated. Oh, what can I drink? I don't have any water. Well, I can eat snow in order to rehydrate. Actually, that's a bad idea Mm. because it's frozen water. And in order to make usage of that water, you have to heat it up and melt it. Mm -hmm. And your body uses water to do that. So it actually makes you more dehydrated. Oh my God, it's just like salt water. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's water, it hydrates you, but then there's salt and you need water to get rid of the salt. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Yeah, so that's a bad idea. Okay. Good to know. Not even talking about what color the snow is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. But also snow might contain like other chemicals and stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's okay to eat snow sometimes. Right. Don't eat the first snow of the season. Right. Because it contains all the contaminants in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay to eat snow after that. Okay. For fun. People sometimes think when you say like, you shouldn't drink this, you'll die eventually. It's like, they think, oh, it's poison. Mm. Well, technically anything's poison, right? Paracelsus, right? (laughs) It's in the dose. Water can be, sure. Yeah. It won't kill you to eat snow, but it shouldn't be your sole source of hydration. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So let's start with our first survival fact. Fact number one. If you're out in the cold... Drinking coffee or alcohol will speed up your heat loss. Oh. So like those commercials with the dog that has like the cognac or with something. A little barrel under his... a little barrel and he brings you a nip to warm you up. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Bad idea. Bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know obviously alcohol dehydrates you. Right. But the heat loss thing is kind of weird. So drinking caffeine can constrict your blood vessels. So it prevents your hands and feet from getting as much warmth as they need. Alcohol can reduce your shivering, which you use to triple your heat production. Oh, wow. And then if you drink hot beverages in the cold, nerves in your throat and on your tongue detect that you're hot and you start sweating and then you cool down even faster. So mulled wine is terrible in order to warm you up. Yeah, Um, but it feels good in your hands. Also, it's really tasty. And it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, and you can go inside afterwards. Yeah, yeah, okay. obviously. But I, I have to say, though, if I was going to die, if I'm like out in the snow, no chance of rescue, and someone offered me a cup of Janets, you know I'm drinking yeah. it. Like, come on, man. I'm going to go out <laughs> yeah. with some mulled wine in my belly. Yeah. But okay, I guess this makes sense. Yeah. Just in general, drinking alcohol and coffee is not a super, super healthy thing to do. Right. So... Makes sense that yeah. it would be Unless bad. Unless this is the twist, that this is the only time that you should be drinking <laughs> to survive. 
I think that's wishful thinking. <laughs> oh no. Okay, fine. Yeah, right. I tried. Right. But yes, it sounds like wishful thinking to me. Yeah. But I need to hear more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fact number two: In the mountains, avoid using snowmobiles since their noise can cause avalanches. Okay. Okay. Also, don't shout. Right. Stay quiet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Weird choice of snowmobiles. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But when would you use a snowmobile? Like, what's the right usage? Usually, people use it on flat land where there's not yeah. mountains. Wisconsin. Okay. So we use it a lot in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. mountains for miles and miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No chance of avalanche. It's very popular in Wisconsin. Okay. Snowmobiling. Mm-hmm. You can even use them on frozen lakes if the ice is thick enough. Yeah. Ah. I mean, you can also drive on a frozen lake, but... Yeah, you can take a truck on a frozen lake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, so it's only for flat surfaces. Yeah, I mean, you can take it in the mountains, but then you're at risk of causing avalanches. That's the problem. Okay. Hmm. Why? Yeah, tell me about sound and avalanches. (laughs) Yeah, avalanches. I don't have much experience with avalanches because, like we said, we're from Wisconsin, so we don't have (laughs) this. It's very flat. But an avalanche is basically like a river of snow, like a landslide. It can travel up to 320 kilometers per hour. 200 miles an hour. Yikes. And 90% of avalanche accidents are caused by the victims or someone in the victim's party. So there's like 100,000 of them just in the Western U.S. every year. So this is a natural phenomenon. It happens naturally. It's one of the most dangerous natural phenomena. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you're saying usually if it affects people negatively, Mm -hmm. it's usually they're the cause of that. So how do people cause avalanches? For an avalanche, you need four things. A steep slope, a snow cover, a weak layer in that snow cover, and a trigger. So sometimes this trigger is from someone walking on top. Sometimes it's from snow melting. Sometimes it's the noise from a snowmobile. Okay. Okay. So you can yell and cause the snow to fall down. Right. And so if you see an avalanche coming, you should get out of the way. Because you cannot outrun the avalanche. Yeah. They say, actually, you should swim. I've heard of swimming. Like you're in a river, because it is like a river. If you Mm -hmm. swim along the avalanche up, you'll end up at a higher layer of the snow. Okay. And then they say to keep a hand in front of your mouth to make like a pocket of air. But if you're stuck in an avalanche and you get buried, you really can't do much. So just Mm -hmm. staying put is kind of all you can do. You can try to punch up towards the top if you know which way that is. (laughs) But really, you have to wait to be dug out by your friends. (laughs) That's horrifying. I don't want to think about that. It's weird that you brought up snowmobiles. Like, why are you singling out snowmobiles? What's the deal with this? Basically the loudest thing that skiers and hikers have. Oh, I think I can be much louder. Than <laughs> you can be louder than a snowmobile? I think so. Oh, okay. I can be pretty loud. It's just running around <laughs> causing avalanches. You're a menace. Really right. I'm a menace. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Remind me not to go for skiing with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So, fact number three. If you fall through the ice into cold water, you're more likely to die of drowning than hypothermia. Real fun stuff here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's survival, so it's okay. prevent these deaths, right? Yeah. So you're saying that it's better to stay in the water and float than to try to get out and potentially drown yourself? Well, no. Most people panic when they hit the cold water because they think, I'm going to freeze to death in like five minutes. I think people panic when they fall into cold water because it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not a total lost cause. When you hit the cold water, something weird happens. You gasp for air, which yeah. kind of sounds dumb if you're in water, right? But you're kind of taking your last breath. But this can cause a lot of people to start to hyperventilate. 
So okay. if you fall into cold water, basically you should fight this reflex of gasping and just try to catch your breath. And then for about a minute, you will hyperventilate. So spend this minute trying to breathe normally. This is like a biological response. Yes, everyone's going to do this. Yeah, Yeah. And if you haven't blacked out, then you have about 10 minutes to get out of the water onto the ice before your limbs are too cold to move. Right. This is called cold incapacitation. Okay. So hypothermia takes around... 30 to 60 minutes. Oh, to God. Start so to you would in. just know you were dying and you can't do anything. You'd just be frozen. Yeah. It's like a countdown. <gasps> yeah. That's horrifying. Right. Be with other people. Yes. That's the solution. Stay with others. Yeah. Have a buddy. Yeah. Okay. I can relate to this fact. And I think this is true because last winter, my heating broke down and I didn't have hot water. And I had to take a shower in cold water. And the moment I put cold water in my body and I was like shivering, but it took about like 20 seconds for my body to get adjusted. And then I was like, oh, it's actually kind of refreshing. So I'm guessing it's kind of similar concept in a different extreme. Yeah, there's the initial shock. Yeah. So I mean, growing up, in rural Wisconsin, there are a lot of lakes and it's really common to go out on the ice. Right. And like we were definitely taught how to identify the kind of ice that you can walk on, the kind that you can't. But I don't remember being taught anything about like if you did fall through. I remember being told not to swim. Mm. Let yourself float back up because if you try to swim, you might yeah. end up under the ice and not able to find the hole where exactly. you fell in right. through. Yeah. But I guess when I was a kid, we didn't really learn about this kind of thing because you wouldn't be out by yourself. Right. I guess it doesn't really matter so much if you're not by yourself because someone will come and grab you. Right. If you fall in, don't panic. Try to blow out through your mouth so you don't hyperventilate and drown. Call for help. Float on your belly and try to crawl back onto the ice while spreading out as much as possible. Right, because if it's thin enough for you to fall through... And then you yeah. fall back in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to like, spread okay. your weight out. Yeah, and then crawl or roll back to shore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But basically, you're fighting drowning, not hypothermia. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't remember anyone making that distinction. Mm. But again, personal experience is not a great metric. Have you ever been out on like a frozen lake or something? Frozen lake? No, I have seen one, but I've never... No. It's very common where we're from. (laughs) But nowadays I see that it's a thing, like people jump into a frozen lake. Oh yeah, people do that, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, the polar bear plunge or whatever. It has different names. Yeah. 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 And in Wisconsin, ice fishing is extremely popular. So we went ice fishing a lot growing up. Yeah. Or snowmobiling or skating. So I'm curious to try it once. Yeah. But yeah, falling through the ice. This was always a thing we had to worry about as a kid's. Drowning is a bigger thing than freezing. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're both major problems, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you'll drown faster than you'll freeze to death. So yeah, for sure. Exactly. (laughs) That's basically the fact. (laughs) So don't panic. I think all survival facts are don't panic. Yeah. 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 Easier said than done. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to hear more facts. All right. Fact number four. If your ship is sinking in the ocean (laughs) and you missed the lifeboats. Stay on board until it goes down. Is this a Titanic reference? I know. know. (laughs) Don't be like Jack. What about floating doors? Yes. Make room for others. (laughs) Did they discover this after the Titanic? Yeah. A lot lot of things came out of the Titanic. A lot of these facts, you know, fact number one, to survive a sinking ship like the Titanic, be rich. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 97% of the women in first class survived the titanic like rose 
Like Rose. Yeah, well, not even like Rose. 97% just got on lifeboats. Oh my God, that's such a classist well, and Rose, sexist. Yeah. Rose, Rose was one of those women though. Yeah. If you're rich and you're female, you're going to survive a sinking ship. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I need to work on the first one, I think. <laughs> Second one's unlocked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you should stay on the ship. Yes. Basically, don't get in the water until you must. Exactly. When a ship is sinking, you have a couple options, right? Get on the lifeboat, jump in the water, or wait until it goes down. Yeah. Basically it. But is this true for all sinking ships or only sinking ships in cold water? No, this is true for all sinking ships. Jumping into the water is always a bad idea because hitting the water is like jumping onto concrete. So if you jump from six meters up, 20 feet, you're going over 25 miles an hour when you hit the water. So like a yacht, okay. you can have one that has a 20 foot deck above the water. The Titanic was 17 and a half meters high, the yeah. deck above the right. water. So that's 58 feet. When you hit, you're going to break your bones. You're going to oh, compress yes. your spine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So don't jump off a big old ship. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But then what happens? Is it the same as before? It's just like you got 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> the countdown starts. The, the countdown count starts. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. But if you're wearing a life jacket, then you can move your limbs a little bit more and get more heat going. they're not okay. in the water. So you can spend longer in the water if you have a life jacket on. Okay. So Rose and Jack were on that door for longer than an hour, yeah. I guess. Yeah. She didn't make it. Yeah. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good to know. If I'm ever on the Titanic, <laughs> we're going to do better this time around, guys. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So those were some very useful facts, except one of them is a lie. And I hope I can remember which one it is. So can you repeat the four of them? And then we will guess which one we think will get us killed. Okay. Fact number one. If you're out in the cold, drinking coffee or alcohol will speed up your heat loss. Fact number two. In the mountains, avoid using snowmobiles since their noise can cause avalanches. Fact number three. If you fall through the ice into cold water, you're more likely to die of drowning than hypothermia. And fact number four. If your ship is sinking in the ocean and you missed the lifeboats, Stay on board until it goes down. One of those might get you killed because it's a lie. Oh, I love that the Titanic made a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> why, why didn't they listen to the I Should Own podcast before the, they boarded the ship? Come on. Come on. What are you thinking? I think number two is a lie. I think something about the snowmobiles and the whole sound thing. I don't know if that's like not real. You know, it's it's a pop culture yeah. thing, but it's not actually real that mm -hmm. sound can cause avalanches or like the sound as loud as a snowmobile or a human voice or something. Maybe the snowmobile thing is some other part about the snowmobile because he made a whole thing about how it's the noise causes avalanches. Yeah. But I think maybe it's not the noise, it's yeah. something else. Mm -hmm. And also like the other ones are just, I don't even know what the truth would be. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this 100%. That's the only <laughs> one that stood out to me. Yeah. The fact is avalanches are like a natural phenomena. They've been right. happening ever since. People have been skiing before snowmobile right. was invented. Right. I understand the logic of the sound part, but I don't think that's the real reason. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. All right. Well, I would happily go in the mountains and on a snowmobile with you because 
Number two is the lie. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> good. We didn't get buried in the no, snow. No, good. we did good. not. With so, my limited snow experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's very funny. We have like an Indian on here yes. talking about snow, yeah. survival yes. cold yeah. edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although it's in lots and lots of movies and TV and cartoons, noise cannot cause avalanches. Ah, so the whole thing is, yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Most people who die in avalanches are snowmobilers, skiers, or snowboarders. Right. But this is because the combined weight of a rider and the snowmobile on this weak layer of snow that's the trigger, mm. not the noise. Noise cannot generate enough force to trigger a slide, at least not from a snowmobile. An right. explosion could cause enough noise to cause okay. an avalanche. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Some things are loud enough, yeah. but yeah. not snowmobiles. Exactly. Okay. Or humans. Okay. And there's 100,000 avalanches in the Western US every year. If snowmobiles caused them, there would be millions because right. so oh, many people yeah, use it, yeah, yeah, snowmobiles. Okay. 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 I take my words back, Andy. If you can make more noise than a snowmobile, <laughs> happy to go skiing with yeah, you. Okay. Shout as yeah. much as you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I probably, I'll scream all the way down the slope. <laughs> Not a problem. I don't know how to downhill ski, so yeah, we'll be screaming the whole way. Now not that we have confirmed that noise is not the problem. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, go for it. It's our combined weight. Oh, no. That might also be a problem. Uh, yeah. Oh. Just don't ride on my back. <laughs> and we'll be good. You should be safe. Then. I think I weigh less than a snowmobile. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty pretty confident about that. I think so. Yeah. That's right. All right. I do feel like as a Wisconsinite, you know, obviously mountains aren't my thing, mm -hmm. but like cold weather, I'm very familiar with this. So I feel like I get to keep a little bit of my cred. Yeah. Your winter survival card, you get to hold yeah, on to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the time when a squirrel almost killed me. Oh, wow. In, okay. In the cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cold weather survival yeah. right okay. there. I'd yeah, we say. didn't talk about driving on icy roads or anything. Right? That's another cold weather survival thing. That's true. Yeah, black ice and how to build a snow shelter. We, we learned this in Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. Mm. Do you have a badge for that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we had to build a pile of snow and then dig a Quincy inside. <laughs> it's actually very bad advice for surviving in the cold because it takes so much energy to do it. Yeah, it's just more okay. for fun. It's for fun. fun. Yeah, we yeah, just okay. did it for fun. Is it fun, though? Yeah. It it's was really fun. fun. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, a fort in the snow. Okay. True, true. Snow forts. Yeah. Yeah. This is a thing your childhood missed out on, yeah. Soups. Totally. You never made snow forts. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, interesting and important facts to know. And I should have known. I should have known. Well, I think I should have known. You guys, once again, are survival experts. <laughs> yes. So. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. This is the end of our winter theme. Hope you enjoyed it. This is the last episode of the year. So thank you guys so much for listening for the whole year and we'll see you in the next one. And as always, thanks for listening. Rose.